A more emotional start to our broadcast than last week. Yeah. You know, we are celebrating Act Happy Day. Well, I'm very unhappy right now. I know. It's very sad. <clears throat> they don't say be happy. They say act happy. You ever have one of those days where the simple things that are supposed to work on digital worlds are supposed to just go smoothly? Like you go to your email and you open a link that was the link you were supposed to use to get into the show. It doesn't work. And your partners tur- said, I'm turning off my phone. And you you can't like the layers of complexity. And then when I finally get to my Google, wait, they already heard this on the phone, didn't they? They heard part of it. <laughs> but when it got emotional, I took it off speakerphone. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, oh, thank God I did my meditation because otherwise I'd just be like, fuck it. I'm not doing it. I'm going to. Sh- oh, my God. You know what? That just reminded me of. There's a woman on TikTok who his face is uh, very disfigured and what she shares with the world is she attempted suicide and shot herself, you know, the gun under the chin and the bullet just took off the front of her face pretty much. And she lived. And what's kind of cool. I don't know if kind of is the right word there. What is cool is inspiring is like, fuck this woman. She's happy. She's in it. You know, she seems like she's sharing with the world and grateful for this platform, TikTok, and telling her story, receiving a lot of love, mostly from people. I'm like, wow, that's, that's you know, like if that person can meet that challenge, you and I can meet our, can't reach my Gmail. <laughs> my fucking partner turned off his phone. I, uh, yeah, I mean, I totally agree. I totally agree. And um, that wasn't how I wanted to start this broadcast. It was like, I really just needed it to be smooth. And there was no <laughs> way it was going to be smooth. And That's it, very clear. When you were saying to me, fucking Google wants me to say that I'm the Mark Wed and I can't get it on my phone. Like that, like that was saying it all. That was saying like, my technology is a rat's nest right now, along with my emotional state. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I feel sick. Like, uh, I, I'm literally like, it wasn't just what happened with Google. Like, I I don't feel good. Um, so act happy day is the perfect place to start. Like just let's just imagine that our nervous system is something you can just change the channel. Well, I've heard it is. I've heard. Well, hello. Amen. So we're going to try to do something really exceptional. Greg made a credible list of everything for March 21st, 2022 significant historical events and me and my wisdom said, let's try to get through them all in one podcast. So we're starting with Act Happy Day. Thank God that's the first thing on the list because I really needed it. Now, we're going to go to the other extreme right away because it's also Afghanistan Day, Ooh, which is like is. the opposite end of Happy Day. It is horrible there, especially if you're a woman, a woman scholar. Oh, my God. There's like I have a friend whose father is like the head archivist of all the sacred sites there. Oh, and every wow, time really? I see her, oh, it's just horrific, the story she tells about what's happened to the cultural history of Afghanistan. Oh, wow. Is that since the um, Taliban took over? Since before. Like really? the Russians wow. and then us and then the Taliban. And then the. And she was devastated when Biden 
went out of Afghanistan, the emotional impact to her was incredibly deep because she knows people there. She knows humans that are suffering and who, you know, women who had to put burkas back on and who weren't allowed to drive anymore. And, and it's just a travesty uh, of, of a country right now. Yeah, I know that just like for a split second there, I stepped into those shoes where if you were used to a way of life and a freedom of choice that you had and suddenly it's, you know, 60 to 90 percent of it's taken away. Literally, like you're saying, you can't drive. You used to driving around. Now you can't drive. You have to be in this cloth box that you walk around in. Your email doesn't work. (laughs) (laughs) i know i'm comparing like that's such a horrible thing because it's nowhere near as frustrating but here's the thing like from an emotional state it was right on point for you that was an emotional what would you say not a peak an emotional trough trough Yeah. yeah and an emotional trough like that's the thing with emotions. It's it, the outer stimulus or the outer element that we're projecting responsibility for our emotional state on. How's that for philosophy? Um, is irrelevant to the emotional state we're experiencing. My mom could trigger me and I'm triggered. Or I could go into a store and they don't have green lollipops and I'm triggered. I'm still in a state of triggered. Was was St. Patrick's Day hard for you? Fucking very hard. My daughter came and pinched me. <laughs> Damn it. I didn't have time to get my green on. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, you know what I learned yesterday is that uh, that tradition is because green hides you from leprechauns. They can't see you if you're wearing green. But if they do see you, they pinch you. Mm. Leprechauns are um, dastardly little beings. Yes, if even only in our minds. Which brings us to today's also National Common Courtesy Day. So fuck well, off. you're skipping on the list. <laughs> That's really going to make my life difficult. Well, Big Bang Day didn't really seem like a good segue for St. Patty's talk. So do you think you handled me with common courtesy in, in my dilemma today? Um, I think you did because you gave me what I... phone and broadcast it to the world. <laughs> <laughs> you're kind of outing me. Like, let's let's make Mark's pain and suffering public. He's having I didn't trouble. know it was going to go there. But when it went there, I turned it off. Yeah. <laughs> um, I probably could have been better. I didn't yeah. realize like how I could have been better, right. too. But I, I like the idea of common courtesy. What does it mean? It's like compassion, like not making the person in front of you's life harder. Like, don't cut in line. Don't like yell into your sound, your cell phone. If you're in a small room with someone else, like. You know, it seems like the simple, if you don't have something nice to say, don't say anything at all. It's, you know. Using your turn signals. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Not yelling at the fucker in front of you who didn't use their turn signal. <laughs> that one definitely triggers it. It's so funny. I think you and I have spoken of this before, how driving is such an emotionally triggering experience. Like yeah. I don't walk down the street and go, why the fuck are you jaywalking, you shithead? But I'll be in my car yelling at someone who didn't use their turn signal. I try really hard not to do that. Um, I'm pretty courteous in everywhere I go. I've managed to get enough mindfulness that I can stay pretty grounded in public. Um, not so much behind my computer screen, apparently. What I've noticed for myself, <laughs> that's funny because the technology doesn't trigger me because I think I'm so used to that's an aspect of technology that there's days where it just all falls apart and that's it. You just, it's like if you're going down a river, whitewater rafting, you hit rapids. That's part of what that ride. But well, the next layer that you, no one knows about yet is that last night I tried to upgrade part of my website and 
because it's WordPress and that's very alien to me. I just broke my website and I asked my website guy to help me. And he said, yeah, I'm available at 10 AM tomorrow morning. I'm all great. Let's get together. And then he's all, he didn't show up. Where does he live? Uh, he lives in Vallejo. Oh, okay. So it wasn't like he's in India or Philippines or something. No, but you know, it was it was great that he made time for me. Like I broke the website last night. There's no need to, for him to like have to. But he he did agree. Like I'll see you at ten. Yeah. And earlier in the week, when I I went to talk to him about what I was going to do, um, he was supposed to meet me at nine, and he didn't get out of bed till ten. So there's like this thing happening with him. Um, and the reason this is relevant is because I am feeling powerless around technology. And so to go from not having control over my website to wanting help from someone to, and them saying they would give me help to them not showing up to then coming in here at the last minute, trying to get it connected and not being like, it's just layer upon layer of not being in control of my life. And that's funny. You know, I think that's a perfect segue that today is also spring fairy fun day. Fairy Fun Day. Awesome. That that calls for a little pink horsey. That's beautiful. <laughs> for those of you who are listening to the podcast, we the visual was I have a, a collection actually. Because there's also orange horses. My little pony. Mark's playing horses. with his little my little pony toys. <laughs> yeah, they are. They're my 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 girlfriend gave them to me when we first started dating. They're super cute. Um, one's a unicorn even a purple unicorn that's beautiful i'm gonna cry but what's a fairy to you spring fairy um, it's day. a very flamboyant homosexual right it's also the first day of spring today march 21st i thought it was the 20th okay let's go with that let's stick with it act happy day Single Parents Day, Slytherin Pride Day, Spring Slytherin Pride. Day. That's that. That's like what is that game they play in Harry Potter? Uh, wh- oh yeah, the golden yeah. with the golden whip. Where they, they chase around in the flying ball and yeah, and the little flying flying ball. Yeah, the golden whip, and they tie each other up. What? <laughs> oh, you watched a different Harry Potter than I did. <laughs> I, I watched so. Harry Pussy. Oh, that's hey, wait a I minute. See. I see. Harry. Oh, Potter you're really full of yourself scene. today, aren't you, Monkey G? Yeah. Um, you know what I just thought of though. Part of why I, when I'm driving calmly, like I'm not in a hurry to get somewhere. I've given myself plenty of time, and I'm just settled into the stream and flow of however traffic is, I don't get triggered. And I think that that's something with technology. Like part of that helplessness is you want something to happen and it's not happening. (laughs) Not in the time that you want it to happen. (laughs) That's so true. That's so true. Yeah. And I remember my little sister um, opened my eyes to how the world sees computers and technology. Cause she said, I thought computers made life simpler and easier and they don't. And I was like, yeah, that's true. That's not what they do. Yeah. They were supposed to make us more uh, life simpler and easier and more productive. And in they some do ways, they make do it make more people- productive to some degree. Right. But yet, There's a learning process involved. <clears throat> Right. It's not simple and easy, and you turn on a computer, and it's not like, a hurry. I need to know WordPress if I'm really going <laughs> to. Yeah, exactly. And I have no clue. That I mean, it's crazy. Well, I can help you in that realm. Yeah, maybe we'll do that after the show. But Slytherins, are they like the dark side of Harry Potter, right? So it's Slytherin Pride Day. They were the snakes. But here's the thing. Like, some good people were Slytherins. Yeah, I agree. That's the thing. It's like dark energy. Our our mystical, magical selves have the full gamut, the full range, if you will. Right. He who should not be named. um, We refer to him today as Putin. 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 You think he's a Slytherin? No, I wouldn't give him that honor. Yeah, I think he's more like uh, Voldemort's uh, poop. 
I don't see a lot of difference between what he's doing and what we did to Iraq. Yeah, there's some nuance there, I'm sure. But I get what you're saying. I mean, uh, essentially, uh, hegemony and invasion are are all the same. doesn't really matter what your justification is. Yeah, oil seems to be involved with both. Yeah, oil and resources. Yeah. 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 Uh, today's also Nowruz. It's the Iranian New Year or the Persian New Year. It says 24. I wonder if that means that it's the 24th, but that they start partying on the 21st. Or, or That's maybe. a good, yeah. I didn't I do know. any research. I, I had wanted to do research and I didn't. But happy Nowruz to those people who are <laughs> Iranian. Yeah, and I know that uh, Human mm-hmm. is uh, Persian. Persian, and um, also Michael Franti's wife is Persian. Sarah. Sarah, yep. and uh, there was a woman I worked with when I worked at Safeway who was a wonderful woman, and her and her family celebrated the Persian holidays. Yeah, and the... The, most of the I've only met a few people who were from Iran and because I've never been there. Right. It's only been people in America that I've met are from Iran. And most of them seemed uh, really gracious people like that. Was was Sheen Iranian or Persian? I don't know. I think he is. I think he's Persian. <clears throat> yeah. So it's a limited exposure. I, I haven't many, met many, but everyone I've met had a kind of uh, kindness to them. A common courtesy, if you will. Hey, maybe that's why it's common courtesy day as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. What else is on our single parents day? Oh, my mom was a single parent. I feel you, folks. <laughs> to all the single moms and a few of you single dads. Wow. Yeah. I mean, you single dad, Fuck you. Adulting, man. Talk about <laughs> adulting. Man. What's an adulting man? <laughs> <clears throat> I'm an adulting man. I don't know many single fathers, parents. I don't I don't think I know anyone in my circle of friends who did that. I've known women who were like that, but it's certainly, you know, possible and within reason. Well, I know it's a definite like one of our friends, you know Brooke, right? Nope. Oh, okay. She's been a single mom. From day one. Wow. And uh, yeah, it's been a very, and part of what I think I see with uh, single parents generally, there was also a single father I knew, Willie, and he had two young boys. And both the people I just mentioned, Brooke and Willie, the other parent bounced. Like, I'm not doing this. And they were so devoted. Willie was working two jobs. His kids were, what do you call it, latchkey kids. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, they were super responsible. The older boy, you know, really taking care of the younger one. And But Willie was making sure there was food in the house, a roof over their head, clothes, making sure they were at school. And well, he was ragged. He was. Yeah, it's a lot to carry. Yeah, a lot to carry. I remember my mom doing it for me and my sisters. And um, I got as the oldest, I got drafted early on to start to be, you know, more of an adult and have to act like with more responsibility. And, you know, I'm a, it was hard. And there were times in therapy when I bitched about it. But generally speaking, I think it built character. And um, that's where I would rather place my focus rather than on my woe is me stories about it. But um Gave you the imagination to put um, Tabasco sauce in a woman's pussy. And now, do we have to bring that up? It's not. We did. <laughs> and that's um, celebrating I National Country Day. I just want to be super Day. clear. That's not actually what happened. <laughs> Look, that is for National Crunchy Taco Day. Today's also National Crunchy Taco Day. That was one very crunchy taco. <laughs> And spicy, too. (laughs) Yeah. So just to be clear, it was mutual consent there, and um, it wasn't in. It was on. Okay. Well, okay. It soon was in, too, if you were eating pussy properly. 
Apparently I wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently you were from the story I heard. Yeah, well, that's all relative, right? I mean, uh, uh, yeah, I think just the you idea was off on the wrong foot. Let me just put it this way. If you're considering that experiment yourself, I highly recommend you don't do it. It was an adventure not worth doing. You know what I just heard? Because isn't there alcohol in Tabasco sauce? I don't think so. Really? I think it's just pepper. It's okay. vinegar. There's vinegar. Okay. Because I just heard today, again on the morning show, that uh, Listerine in the 1930s was advertised as a feminine hygiene project product. Wow, here we go. Um, I don't see feminine hygiene on the list of things for today. That's National Flower Day or National (laughs) Fragrance Day. It's neither of those. That's not on here. Oh, it is. Both of those are on here. Yeah. National Healthy Fats Day. (laughs) Eat your pussy. (laughs) Eat your your, um, avocado oil. Yes. And and have your avocado toast for your... um, Natural. Oh, look, we can. There's another one. We could we could tie this back to a couple of episodes ago. Today's memory day. You're right. I was about to say that, but I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I just want to say, because you've been a little public about. Um, a little. December 25th. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. part of my concern with what I was hearing as you were attempting to join was whether there was a neurological mishap going on. Well, you could say that an extreme emotional response that has you be emotional is a, is a neurological event for sure. It's right. Yeah, but, it is. It is. Um, but I was wondering if there was even like you just like you couldn't right, you got in my it. capacity, my actual capacity to solve the problem. Right. Like there's Google saying, just hit this button. And you're like, I don't fucking see a button. <laughs> <laughs> and this is another, no laughing matter. You but know, it could be true. Well, let's hope not. Right. Let's mm-hmm. hope not. And I, there's another friend who had a neurological thing happen. That was, it turned out to be some disease that's spread by birds. And it's very rare. But once it's in the bloodstream, it fucks things up. And he was having trouble for a while. And I know there was a period of time where I was very concerned about his well-being. How was he going to be? And he's fine, you know, now. There's the happy story. But there is that, like, once that's introduced to the world, it's kind of like someone that you're aware of in my life who... uh, tempted to take their life and now and then there's an element of you know what, what's the potential I never tried to take my life no i'm not saying you tried to take your life okay i'm saying i tried to take your life and you ran too fast i don't remember that it was right after you spit in my face and i pulled out that knife and then you went running down the stairs you didn't pull out a knife <laughs> What did I do? What was my reaction? We were on the street not far from Safeway. <clears throat> what? No, it was up in your up. house. No. Yeah, it was. That's weird. Are you serious? We remember the incident in two... Welcome to National Memory Day over 50 years Wow. Old. Now wow. we're having a neurological problem. <clears throat> I remember it being up in your house above the shops there. Nope. When you lived with... Um, Nope. And I was teasing. Really? We were walking up Miller Avenue talking. Just you and me? Yeah. I remember it with Mike and a bunch of other people up in your house. And you were going on the date that night and you were kind of waiting, you know, to go downstairs. Nope. That's not how I remember it. That's so but funny. One of us. I'm the guy who smoked weed for 40 years. You're not. So whose memory should we trust on memory day? I think I think it's a toss up. It's probably neither of them. Probably never happened. We just made it's it up. Thing we're not trying to like do a documentary about, you know, the, the JFK papers based on our memories from 45 years ago. Well, that's part of like with memory. That's, you know, it is such an elusive thing. 
There's a good reason for that, actually, because if we carried around every event in our head that ever happened, we'd we'd go nuts. We really would. Like there's a reason our brain forgets that's to to help us stay balanced and stay. Okay, that's why I saw what happened to me on the 25th as as ultimately as a gift, as a reset. It was like, okay, I can just let go of all the the stress and trauma that that had been carrying that day. Um, Um. yeah. So now do you think forgetting is wiping the memory clean where the memory doesn't exist or is it just stashed away in what we'd call unconsciousness? I'd say that's the latter because certain events can have you like smells and different things can have you recall what's right. there. But I think if we talk to a neuroscientist, he'd say, well, there's some memories that actually become cellularly destroyed when those cells die. And I think a big portion of of my um, cannabis using days is if it's that category, like I just there's nothing to remind me about it because I don't even know. It's just not even there anymore. So um, for those of you who are like really into your legal cannabis right now, just keep in mind, like if you notice, you don't know what happened last month, it's something to consider. Um, I try not to have regrets, but sometimes it's hard, you know, not to go like, wow, what would my life be like now? If I remembered more of what my life is. (laughs) (laughs) And that's a perfect segue into today's also national day of action on syringe exchange. Yeah. You know, it's funny because we have all these judgments about drug users and, but syringe exchange is one of the greatest ways to prevent hepatitis and, and AIDS. And, you know, um, I tend to be the kind of person that is, like supports what they do in Portugal, which is like, you know what, let's have everything just be out in the open, have people get health care that need it, mental health care that need it. And if, if you really, really have to take heroin, then there's a place for you where people who take heroin won't poop and pee in the streets um, where we all, where everyone else wants to go. God. Like they do in San Francisco. Yeah. Boy, the tenderloin of San Francisco has just become. A Speaking of national fragrance day. Holy Christ. <laughs> uh. Just so you guys know, we're not making this up. We found a list on the internet and that makes it real. Yeah. <laughs> Today is also well elderly day. Welderly. Welderly day. Oh. It's the third Monday in March. Wow. Welderly. What does that mean? Well elderly. That well elderly is when enough memories have disappeared where you think life's okay. Well, elderly day is interesting to me because as I thought about who my elders were, I realized that there is a certain point where if I don't remember any elders, then that means I'm the elder. (laughs) Well, you're definitely, when's your birthday? It was was, uh, two weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah. We celebrated it. What a fucking numbnut I am. So much for National Memory Day. Yeah, amen to that. (laughs) (laughs) Holy Christ. Yeah, so you're one year away from 60. I think 60 is when you become old and in the way. Well, we're going to find out. I might be there already. Um, No. I actually think that part of why this year is so special to me now is that I've seen my uncle and my father both have a lot of potency and power and, and um, a solid life in their 60s. And I know that that's because our genetic lineage is the way it is. A lot of my friends, like there's a guy I know who's a Mill Valley resident. Um, Jeff is his name. And he's he's younger than me. I think he's like 12 years younger than me. And he looks way more haggard and beat up because of the way he lives his lifestyle and stuff. And so I just feel grateful that I'm as healthy as I am, that um, – I'm living in a safe, you know, neighborhood and my stress level, despite, you know, various things <laughs> is, is relatively stable. And, you know, I want to live powerfully so that I can continue to give back everything I have um, that I still, that's still a value that I haven't forgotten. Yeah. <laughs> that was a weak yeah. joke. Anyway, well, joke. elderly, welderly day. So let's see. It's also National Teenager Day, kind of the other end of the spectrum. Oh, God. Would you go back to being a teenager if you could? 
Well, I enjoyed my teenage years very much in my mind. I don't know if I really did, but my memories of them are very fun. Yeah. Yeah. I guess, you know what? I think vitality. I think um, the one aspect that I would love to have the opportunity to do differently is the Bohos. We had some big dreams for an artistic, creative life, you know, career. Mm -hmm. And we just partied hard instead of actually putting energy into any of those elements. I think I had a lot of opportunities before me, like my dad supported me and having drum lessons, music lessons, you know, all sorts. I just, you know, we were like, there was a friend of ours totally into the punk scene when it was first erupting in 76, 77. And San Francisco was one of the huge focal points of that whole yeah. international thing. And, you know, we just, there were a lot of opportunities that we pissed away because we were, just, I, I did, I think, because I was so, out of my head partying. Yeah. I mean, w one of the interesting things about it is that the generation right before us, they had a s really well-grounded, well-cared-for childhoods and adolescence, and they got the whole, like, psychedelic movement happened when they were just out of college. And so they had a, a solid base to explore that with. And, and we were one of the first generations who went, deep into drug experimentation when we were children, when we were 12, 13, 14, you know? And so we didn't have one, our brains weren't as well developed Two, We didn't have the solid base. Um, <clears throat> and in particular me, you know, uh, my family unit was disjointed and, and things like that. So that made it even, even more weird. But um, so I mean, one way to look at it is a missed opportunity. Another is to just notice how creative we are and how creative and resilient we became in order to have the lives we were. But it's trippy. Like I, I was rehearsing with this band I play with last night and every single person in that room is about to retire. And a couple of them are already retired. Yeah. And the idea of me being able to retire, I mean, I'm going for it, man. I want to. I'm going to just continue to work hard and try to open my email sufficiently often enough to be able to be creative. <laughs> I keep well, falling back to that joke. It's the only thing been, I got. Um, you know what you're saying? Like, because we, uh, part of that band, we met at the Golden Gate Bridge for your birthday walk. And when I saw them behind me and I'm in this fucking beat up truck that, you know, and they're in their fucking brand new, nice Beamer. And I was like, well, there's, there's been some different life choices in these two scenarios. Yeah. I don't, I don't see national life day choice here. Uh, no, national this. French bread day though. <laughs> right. Yeah. What, I mean, what's the difference between French bread and sourdough bread? Like, well, you can mean? have French bread that isn't sourdough. Right. And so it's the hard shell, soft center, usually I, comes I, in the baguette I, size, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, it looks right about the whole head. thing. We There was a, a lot of creativity that happened there that didn't take root and become productivity. A lot of great stories. But as far as – and no, and I think – all of us now, well, I don't know if all of us, but let's say, you know, we are not in a place of retirement. Right. Uh, uh, quite a bit of us that was in that tight circle of yeah. East Blythdale. And, and some of us are, are teetering on homelessness, not just not retirement, but actual right. homelessness. So, right. you know, um, Things are weird. Things are looking like they're going to get weirder. And thank God we trained in the weirdest of weird in order to to try to survive that. Right. I will say this, like part of, I think, the creative element that I like about myself is. I have this idea, like, OK, I might lose, I might become homeless and just destitute and I'll be OK like an acceptance of the worst possibility and okay with it. Like life is still worth living. Yeah. Well, that's where creativity really means something because it's not about 
the trappings of success. It's about the recognition that we are our gift as human beings is the power of creativity. And even that's why um, houselessness is such an interesting phenomenon, because with the right creativity, you can turn that around. Yeah. Right. And there's a lot against you. Like I'm not um, digging on or co- or criticizing houseless people or saying they're less than in any way. It, but it, what I am saying is that with the right approach, some consistent dedication and luck, you have a good chance of turning it around, you know, and mental illness is an under cared for aspect of our society. It's, it's really sad that, um, what that, that it's like the way we deal with it is we shun people. We put them out on the street. Like when Reagan closed the hospitals in California, that's when the homelessness issue really took hold. And then, you know, the other piece of it is, <clears throat> there's a certain structure to the economic system that um, isolates people and creates lower caste poverty situations in perfectly healthy, sane, well-meaning people who work hard. So, you know, it's not National Retirement Day, but it, it, it is Twitter Day. Yeah. If you're so if you're listening to this this broadcast or this podcast, please tweet about hearing us. It's at Moped Outlaws, right? I don't think we have a Twitter account, do we? No. No. We just have Instagram and Facebook page. Okay. So um there you go. We're we're really falling down on the job. Well, okay. Okay. The guy who couldn't even log in. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, as soon as you get your site back online, is it really offline? No, it's there. It's just I I was trying to change the main thing you see when you log into markwentcoaching.com, and I had a brilliant idea about what I wanted it to be because I got a. some coaching from someone about, you know, what, you know, one of the things that's happening is I can see who comes to my website, which means I can see who doesn't actually decide to click through and have a conversation with me about coaching. So I'm trying to fix that. I'm trying to create a more receptive, more encouraging kind of, of way. And so I'm like redoing my homepage and I needed to it to be different and not just a, like, it was very ephemeral. It was a, a, a nice, wave coming into the sea. And then my, the word said, Mark went coaching and, you know, click here. If you want to have a, a, a connection call, eh, that was okay. Now there's a guy with a gun pointing it out. <laughs> well, no, what I did was I looked some other coaches websites and they have a picture of them. They have like their headshot and then they have some words that come up next to them that are like calls to action. Right. Right. If you're kind of this person and then let's work together. So I did this thing where I, I made a, a an animated version of that so that the words would come up and go away. And then when I posted it, um, one, it was way too big to load well on websites. It wouldn't format to things like phones and iPads because of it anyway. So without going into the whole website design thing, it, it was a good idea that went wrong. And so my website designer, Tim is, he's going to help me recreate the concept using the tools that work there with scrolling text and, you know, all, all right. these things so that it'll actually load in whatever medium. All right. And that brings us to California strawberry day. Oh my God. I love strawberries. <laughs> One of my great memories from um, when I was in junior high school was we were, we went to an alternative school. And so they decided as part of our um, school trip in the, late spring, right before school ended, it must've been like four weeks before school ended. We took a weekend trip. And so we had to get the permission slips and all the camping gear. And we all got in school buses. And first stop on our way South was the United farm workers union hall in Salinas, California. Oh, wow. And so we got to meet Dolores Huerta and we got to meet farm workers and we got to go to a strawberry field and taste strawberries right Were they there. Forever? What? Were they forever? Well, Strawberry I think the fields, fields are still forever. there. John Lennon was not there. Um, but they were really good. The, you know, 
my I have a memory. My mom used to grow strawberries in this garden that we had when I lived in Sierra Madre. They were delicious. They were like candy. They were so good. And the other experience I have with strawberries is when I was doing that AIDS bike ride from San Francisco to L.A. And we went by a strawberry field and there was a person in a tractor spraying poison and they were in a hazmat suit. And I was like, fuck, and I'm not eating those strawberries. So every time I see unorganic strawberries, just like your Safeway strawberries, I just think of that and like, uh. Your kidneys, thank you. Well, yeah, just run. Plus, store-bought strawberries don't have that candy taste like growing in your yard. Yeah. They're allowed to ripen all the way. Yeah. Cause they don't last once they ripen like that. They don't, you can't, they can't sit on the shelf for very long. Yeah. Yeah. And that brings us them. to, uh, today's also renewable energy, energy day. Really? Yeah. Oh, I see that national renewable energy day. Is there anything really renewable? Like I guess steam energy is renewable, except you got to burn something to make it solar. That's renewable. Is it renewable or is it really just endless? Every time the sun comes up, the same equipment provides power. You only have to make the equipment once. Does that consider renewable? Um, I think wind, then wind. Right, because it recurs. Renewable means it it doesn't doesn't end, end, right? So wind power, solar power, hydropower, those are all considered renewable, assuming that rain continues and wind (laughs) continues. Which has been an issue here in California. Yeah, yeah. Um, And then there's sustainable, right? And that that whole thing. But um, renewable energy, to me, is you like common courtesy is a renewable energy. Compassion yeah. is a renewable That's energy. Perfect. Yeah, I love that. Right. Yeah. Because every morning I wake up and I have the choice. Yeah, and I just um, I just read like within the past twelve hours something about relationships and renewing that spark and how if we let little erosions. Oh, I know what it was. It was this morning. And because there's a thing in the uh, the book of songs um, where it says, like, careful of the little foxes that come and eat the vineyard, you know, the grapes of our love. And it's. Yeah. So like those little erosions that we just let eat away. Microaggressions and, that we commit or that are committed against us. Right. And I currently have this thing with my mom that I'm working on where I have this little microaggression train of thought about her. And it's definitely changed my relationship with her. And Something that um, A Course in Miracles calls an attack thought, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. And so they don't serve anyone. They don't serve me. They don't serve you. You know, it's... Yeah, and I love what you just said about how courtesy is a renewable energy like that's so on point because it really does renew energy it yeah and you can you can recreate it in yourself with your own willpower you can just decide okay this is how it's going to be i'm going to recreate my courtesy energy today my hat's off to you because when you entered the broadcast studio here i thought we may not have you know like you, I think you really were in a great place. Like I wasn't, I was expecting the worst and you entered the studio in a, you know, there was still, yeah, you, you entered the studio in a good place. Well, international forest for the trees day. <laughs> right? That's the, and I, so I see the forest for the trees. It was like, because I was willing to be vulnerable and transparent and, and own that I was fucked up. That meant that I, I wasn't sitting here the whole time regretting or thinking about what people think of me or, you know, and so my energy moved through me. It, my energy is constantly renewable in that sense. And, um, you know, every heartbeat, every breath is a new opportunity for me to see the forest for the trees um, it's also International Day for the Elimination of Racial Discrimination Day, which is uh, that's quite a mouthful for one. It's yeah. a big, tall order. Like, where uh, do I need to eliminate more racial discrimination in my life? Nah, I'm fine. 
<laughs> you know what's hella funny is I was walking my son's dog through the neighborhood here in white privilege Mill Valley, and there was a Black Lives Matter sign leaning against the wall of this one yard, and I stand with the Ukraine sign up in the yard. I was like, oh. All right, we yeah. replaced our Black Lives Matter with, I with White Lives there. Matter. Yeah, it's just like, what's today's frame for my social media profile? Well, you know, you bring up an important subject because when you look at the history of conquests and, co- and conflicts, there are tons of African cultures that are really, really badly under siege. And we don't see people flying their flags on their social media. Like I have a friend who's really following what's happening in um, Tunisia right now and or not Tunisia in um, uh, Tigray and how the Ethiopians and the Tigrayans are having this age old battle. And then there's, you know, all kinds of things in the Congo where, you know, there's the minerals we need for our sustainable energy batteries mean children are mining and, and all of this stuff. And so we have all of this like unheard in our social media suffering and war that's made on people for economic reasons. And, And no one's flying the, you know, the Tigray flag except for my one friend and, you know, so we have a long way to go to eliminate discrimination. Um, and, you know, I definitely have a lot further to go. I was just making a joke a few minutes ago when I said, yeah, I'm done. I, I did my work. Well, Not. I think no, you, didn't. you didn't say that. But I do think um, like part of what you were saying about um, being crazy, you know, and how society deals with crazy. And part of what I think the healing process includes is taking care of the aspects we've created of society that create crazy. Yeah. You know, just, and they, and you hear it all the time, like the fact that Oh, women earn 75 cents for every dollar a man earns. Mm-hmm. And there's a reason for that. It's because that was, and the just like I would be I would be crazy. Or if, you know, you're in Afghanistan and all of a sudden the next morning you wake up and now you can't drive to the store. You can't drive to work. You can't just. It points to the fact that we need more education in our country, which brings us to Education Freedom Day on our list. Like people need to have access to educational resources. Like there are books being banned in the South now. There are things. Have you seen John Leguizamo's one man show on Netflix? um, Latin American history for morons. John Leguizamo is how I pronounce it. And yes, I've seen it. It's been about a year and a half since I saw it. It's biting. It's funny. It's it's serious. It's it's an education. It is shit. I never thought of before. When he holds up that eighth grade history book, it goes not a word, not a line, not a name, nothing. And he has this whole hour and a half show about their history, which is rich with heroes and very important to the Civil War, the American Revolution, on and on. Nothing. Yep. It's a whitewash of history. Fucking shit. You know, one of the things I forgot to say uh, when I was talking about our farm workers field trip was that it's also Gallo Wine Day. And <laughs> one of the most famous things about the the farm workers, the United Farm Workers, was their strike against Gallo Wine. And I remember that as a kid. Like there were there were people picketing um the uh various grocery stores that sold Gallo wines because they wouldn't pay a decent wage to the farm workers. Yeah. Um and we're getting super close to covering all the things. We're almost it's almost been an hour. Yeah. And so I just want to say that that Gallo Wine Day is a deep red rich history to look into and it's a wine like there was a time when it was the wine people drank. And nowadays in California like dude that no one would drink Gallo wine if you brought it to a party they'd look at you really funny. Right? <laughs> That would be so damn funny for a big old gallon jug of gallo wine. <laughs> right? It's so I bad that they actually that. need a day for it to be gallo wine day or that people won't even remember who they are. God, yeah, gallo. In fact, I think they even had a um, like a high-end label that they created. They didn't call it gallo, though, did they? N- n- no. Yeah. 
International Gallows Wine Day. That's Big Bang Day. Wow, I could use a Big Bang right now. I bet. <laughs> just text your partner. Say, hey, if you're open to it, just want you to let you know that I'm it's open to it. <laughs> I'd be all right. I think that. that's what that, that means. It, it's like that uh, it's the, the origins of the universe day. We, you know, like we picked spring. Well, I thought to it was the TV the- show. <laughs> oh, you thought it was the TV show? <laughs> oh, maybe that is what it is. Hell, if I know. Right. But I was thinking about how yesterday, I was thinking about how yesterday they got the, the new lenses on that new telescope to um, align finally. And so I saw a picture yesterday in the news that they've got the first where they're all cohesively put together. Now, they're not fine tuned yet where they can really start their work. There's a whole bunch of work that but I'm like, wow, they really are going to try to see back in time with that thing. Well, we can see back in time. Bodhi and I went to this cool uh, presentation up on Mount Tam, you know, like during summer, they have astronomers and scientists up on Mount Tam doing presentations. And the um, and the guy was talking about how we can see back in time because he was going into the Big Bang and, you know, light and all this and that. And it was crazy. Yeah. And, and that, also, new, that new telescope is going to be amazing. I can't. Where wait. is it? It's in space. That's OK. Yeah. Is it the I, Hubble? No, it's it's the one that replaces Hubble. It's I don't remember the name of it, sadly, because even though it's memory day, my memory's Genie. not very good. <laughs> Genie Smith, the yeah, telescope in space. I, yeah, I could look it up, but I'm not gonna. Okay. We're getting super close. It's you know, it's that kind of day. It's the the color of this day is rushing through subjects as quickly as I can for the most sense of humor. We almost, I think we hit them all pretty We're much. Almost there. There's a couple at the bottom where you and I talked about at our production meeting. We're yeah, I don't know. Do we really have the energy funny. for that? Oh yeah, we do. Oh, yeah, no. <laughs> for sure, we're oh. doing that. Dude, no way. So uh, the color of this is rich. This is going to be the color of a rich close to a show. So uh, I read about just to get through the last three. We have three more to do. The the today is also World Down Syndrome Day. Yeah. One of the people I follow on Instagram um, is uh, he does this. Ama- he has a an army of followers, and they all contribute money, and they go and they do these amazing things to help people. And so during the um, recent tornadoes in uh, the Midwest, he was there for like two, three weeks, and every day they would find a new family to give 20, 30 grand to to help them restart their lives. And this is all separate from any kind of government help, and and he's, he's an amazing guy. And recently he ran into a brother and sister and who the sister had been – poisoned on a date with fentanyl and it survived, but she was severely brain damaged. What the shit? Yeah. And she has like Like her her date poisoned her. Yeah. To try and take her advantage of her, but it, it, it backfired. And so she had all these neurological implications in her, her body, like her feet are misaligned and she's already, she was already a down syndrome girl. And her brother's been taking care of her and he's older, you know, and he's all a syndrome person. Oh, she had down syndrome and she went she out on a date yep. and was given fentanyl and yeah, which poisoned really, yeah. Wow. That's really sad story. Crazy. But this guy, Henry, who runs this site, um, He found this young man and this girl, his sister, and he was like talking to him. And what he does is he he runs an app called Dreamer, D-R-E-A-M-R. And that's how they gather the funds today. And they go around, they ask people like, what's your dream? Without them knowing necessarily that they're going to. And so so this young man, this Down syndrome man, who's the only guy who takes care of his sister. He has Down syndrome too. Yes. Wow. He wants to be a world world wrestling federation wrestler. Oh, right. He's totally into it. And he's super strong and buff, and and he's got this bright spirit. You know, a lot of Down syndrome people I've met are really they have that kind of optimistic, kind happy of joyful. Yeah. yeah, and so the Dreamer app they've they pulled some resources together and they surprised him and they took. Him and his sister on a private jet to meet the top guy of the World Wrestling Federation, top wrestler, and have a session with him to cry. Now, they haven't shown the session, 
But the guy's now on the point where he could technically become a, a Worldwide Wrestling Federation wrestler. Right. And actually have a career doing that, which would up level his capacity to take care of his sister. Right. And one of the other things, my, my girlfriend works with this population and, and she says that one of the things that's true is there's a level of strength in their physiology, their physical bodies. So he's extremely powerful and tough. This guy, he's really tough and, and strong. And so that really inspired me. His story inspires me. The dreamer app inspires me. Right. And, and, it can't be easy being someone who has down syndrome. Mm -hmm. So on world down syndrome day, that was the most positive story I'd heard in a long time. That is positive. That reminds me of Ruthie who worked at the radio stations where I used to work there. And one of my favorite projects is she had an work anniversary and our department did a video for her, like the whole, you know, like, big office party thing and that was brilliant we went she we went to uh the fire station that was across the street from the office and the firemen said happy birthday ruthie and it's good stuff that's fabulous all right so now we're at the last two we're good we've gotten through 40 things this is gonna work i know greg monkey g is really worried right now but what we decided was world poetry day and world poetry day we're gonna get combined and the way we're gonna do this is very visual so those of you who are watching on on youtube right now or watching on facebook live you're really gonna get the best of it but what's gonna happen is greg is going to recite a poet that he doesn't know yet that he's gonna make up as he goes and i'm I'm going to act like a puppet and move my mouth. And so he, I'm going to move my mouth and he's going to be my voice and I'm going to move around like I'm a puppet and he's and then he's going to do it. And I'm going to recite a puppet, a poetry, puppet, poetry, your thing. puppet, right? Um, what's so, that? Who does that song? I'm your puppet. Um, my fountain of musical encyclopedia brain was left at the wayside today. Damn. So I have no idea. Okay, we have to circle back to the beginning of the list. Okay, we'll, we'll do that. I can't believe we got through this whole list. Did we well, say we Rosie yet. the Riveter? We still have to do this thing, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start. Get ready, did Greg. Did we say Rosie the Riveter? Today's Rosie the oh, Riveter. We did not talk about Rosie the Riveter. She and it's definitely also is National Countdown Day. What the fuck does that mean? Well, we'll count down to the World Puppetry Poetry Thing Day and cover that. Rosie the Riveter is a symbol of American women's greatness and their contribution to world war two. It's also a symbol of like, so after years and years of oppression and it not mattering, you got us not mattering Jack crap. When it's really down to brass tacks, you're going to force us into factories to build planes and bombs and stuff. And, th- and then we can be considered your equals. Well, like, then what happened is the, all the men came back and they were bounced. Have you been to the museum in the East Bay? I have gone by there. They were closed the day I went by there. So I looked in the window, but Mm -hmm. um, it's a great concept. And I think a lot of strong women identify with that symbolism and with that imagery. I love. Yeah, it's a good. It's a good image. Yeah. I like her little yellow scarf on her head. I always thought of it as red. Maybe it is red. (laughs) Red, red. Again, that's that. It's funny how we remember things, huh? Yeah, I went, we weren't walking up Miller. It was in your house. Wow. All right. Well, may, maybe we'll have a conversation about that after the taping. <laughs> but right now I'm going to count 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. And now we're going to do World Poetry Day couple, couple with World Puppetry Day. Go ahead, Greg. I thought you were counting down. Oh, okay. 10, 9, 8, Seven, six, That's a slow five, count. four, three, two, three, four, three. <laughs> two, like we're doing push-ups. That's One. how um, the trainers I work with at Studio Thirty they do that. Ten, nine, eight, seven, eight, seven, six. I'm like, hey, what the? <laughs> I knew you'd get a kick out of that. All right, so here we go. All World right, Poetry Day combined with World Puppetry Day. Greg goes first, I go second. Here we go. 
My name is Mark. I got no hair. A lot of my friends call me Golden Bear. I'm wearing black. Behind me is a candle. I think that I need to have the sandal up around my ears, up around my teeth. I am looking for a funeral wreath for the friends who just passed away. I hope I make it to 60 today. And Crossroads... <laughs> well done, sir. Well, well done, sir. It's hard to tell. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. All right, your turn. And now you're going to count down. Yep. And then I'm going to try and undo you. We're just going to go five. In honor of National Countdown Day, World Poetry Day, and World Puppetry Day, five, four, three, two, one. Roses are red. Violets are blue. I'm silly, silly, silly pouring water that's blue. My tongue is kind of long. My hair is kind of curly. And if you talk to me wrong, I get kind of surly. Recording stopped. <laughs>